Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. For those of you that are worried, worry no more. McDonald's is bringing back the double Big Mac. Yay! So it's coming back on the 24th of January, 2024. It's going to be back in the U.S. after initial launches in Canada and Great Britain. Originally scheduled uh, for a U.S. release in 2020. That's what I thought. I thought we had talked about this uh, this huge comeback of the double Big Mac. But it was delayed, of course, thanks to uh, COVID. So the sandwich... Featuring four beef patties, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and special sauce. Why, uh, you know, of course they say, well, we're catering to the large beef burger customer. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. McDonald's aims to address an unmet customer need for larger, high-quality burgers at an affordable price. Is it affordable? Because we have not disclosed how much it's going to cost us. But that's what they say. At an affordable price as part of its global expansion strategy. Yay! So be prepared to order your double Big Mac at McDonald's later this month. Welcome! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not even going to let you introduce me because I'm pissed at you. You just started this stupid podcast with a dumbass story about McDonald's, knowing that you have a, a in-house McDonald's, you know, do-boy that can give you dates, prices, can give you all that, but you decided to just give yourself... Well, you were in the other what? room. Okay, so okay. all right, the double Big Mac. Double Big Mac is coming to coming back yeah, coming uh, end back. of this month, or at least it's, you know the mm-hmm. uh, after the initial launches in Canada and Great Britain. Yes. Has it already been launched in Canada and Great Britain? It already been launched in Canada okay. and Great Britain, yes. and it said that that's going to be uh, uh, they are uh, addressing an unmet customer need, very need of double uh, meats for larger, yes. high quality burgers. It is high at quality, an affordable price, affordable price. What is the affordable price? $8.59. <laughs> is that true? It will be $8. true. $8.59. Well, think, think about it. A double uh, a regular Big Mac is $5. Yeah. So you add another slice of meat which is $1.59 per meat because Ooh. Yeah, I mean you're getting four getting four beef patties. Not to mention the lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and special sauce. Which, so, by the way, man. so if, if, if McDonald's works in equations, a quarter pounder, which is one quarter. Yeah, that's how that works. That's right? why it's called a quarter pounder. Okay. Right. The meat for the cheeseburger and the Big Macs are the same, which is okay. one sixteenth. Okay. So if you put 
Don't even need to start doing math. If, if you put four of those, that is four sixteenths of meat. You do the calculation and the math. Yeah, go ahead and do that. That, that do gets, the calculation. Do the, the calculation math. and the math, you know. That carry gets, the one. Carry the, you, well, you have to carry yeah, the you one. You have to carry the one. You have to carry the one. But then, you know, you go. So if we up. put the 18-minute together <laughs> along with the 7-minute together, you got bit. 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. I mean, that's, first of all, that's a fact. I used it my bit, my own bit, in the, to discuss the McDonald's double Big Mac. Okay. All right. Fine. $8.59. That does not seem like an affordable price, but I guess under the guise of McDonald's claiming that it is part of their high-quality burgers addressing an unmet customer need, $8. Eight bucks, almost $9 for the double Big Mac. Well worth it, I would say. Well, well worth it. Now, where I was headed before I was so rudely interrupted, uh, get, you know I've always wanted a Guinness book, uh, a world record. Always wanted to hold a record. And there are several you know, on my list that I'm going to hold. However, we do have some sad news, according to uh, Guinness. Uh, the world's oldest dog ever has now lost its title. I know. I'm sad, too. So they're reviewing uh, the, uh, the, the, the deal, the, the honor, because they put both the titles for oldest dog living and oldest dog ever. Uh, we're temporarily pausing that just until our findings are in place. Oh, okay. Well, what seems to be the problem? Because I thought the oldest dog was that dog down in Portugal. <laughs> that uh, was said to have been 30 years and 268 days when it was named the world's oldest by Guinness World Records. That was last year. And then in October of last year, they decided that uh, that dog died. And that was 31 years and 163 days. Now, however, doubts have been raised over whether he really was the oldest canine ever. Despite his birth apparently being confirmed by the Portuguese government's pet database, and I'm sure that we can trust the Portuguese government's pet database and the National Union of Veterinarians, love them, uh, there's a picture with his award, with the dog. So it's uh, Bobby, or Bobby, B-O-B-I, was uh, a purebred, and a, a breed of livestock guardian dog with the average life expectancy of 12 to 14 years. But skeptics have said, hey, uh, the photos that you have of uh, Bobby Bobby in his youth would show him with white paws uh, when they were brown in his later years. So I guess that means it was a different dog. So they're withdrawing the title until the investigation is completed. So we shall see. We'll also see uh, where the rocket ship, the astro-robotic rocket ship, the Peregrine spacecraft, uh, where that uh, lands on Earth, if it lands at all. Uh, they now said, remember they took off and they had uh, an anomaly with the propellant leak 
and uh, so they tried to maneuver it so that the solar panels could work and they tried to get it going and i they said in the original story yeah we're just trying to maneuver it. it's gonna go and we're you know we're it's just floating in space and they didn't say anything about where it was gonna end up everyone just assumed you know what happens when we assume uh that it was just gonna take off and you know fly into space nope the new data from jpl horizons yeah it's looking like it's gonna return home and uh, it's gonna probably i don't know impact earth over the great barrier reef on the 18th of january 2024 which is i don't know tomorrow for those of you listening live today is the 17th of january 2024 but we still don't know uh we're we're hoping that uh, it burns up just amazing i mean it had uh quite a payload uh on it right it had 14 commercial payloads including small rovers a larger rover and uh, another another one named andy which i'm not sure that came from uh carnegie Mellon, Mellon university i'm not sure what andy was gonna do i guess there was gonna wander around the moon too but the other payloads on it included a library and microprint on nickel okay uh it had space burial companies uh Acilium and celestis paid uh astrobotic to carry the human remains uh which obviously the navajo nation were, were against that altogether so now it's just gonna burn up in space and it just gone away now we think it's going to be over there but we're not really sure and it may burn up over there some parts may end up not burning up uh coming through the atmosphere but we just don't know interesting you know i was driving uh oh my listening gosh. to this podcast live and yeah um i was uh, i'm a long time subscriber to this podcast first time caller it. Um, but I was trying to find the I didn't feed. Go to the phones, I, I was trying what. to find the feed to watch you live, as you just said live that you're live. I, as an old listener and first time caller, I want to make sure that the new listeners and the future callers, how do I get to watch you live in this feed, please? Can you please elaborate just a tiny more on that? Because I don't want to miss any of chewing the fat live well, on TV. Well, uh, let's you know you sh- or a, YouTube. You should subscribe to Chewing the Fat uh, on any platform that uh no, I already is did that, but I'm trying to find the feed with the cameras. You should follow me on uh, X at JeffyJFR. I already do that part too. You should follow me on Facebook and Instagram Jeff Fisher Radio. And I follow you on Cameo, so stop pedaling that. That's not that free, one. by the it's way. Not That's free. not free. You have to pay for that. I trust uh, me, and I pay Jeffy for it every JFR. month. And the Thank you. And you also uh, can follow me on my YouTube channel, uh, yes, Chewing the Chewing Fat the with fat. Jeff Fisher. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so which one there, there. Which, which one is the feed Across to the watch you live? It's right there. As you just I have said. To, uh, just, just right there. Oh, on the left side? It's just right bottom there. Bottom left or if bottom you, right? If you can't find it, man, that is on you. But uh, it's right there. I don't know why. It's, it's not that hard. It is not that hard.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Earlier this week on Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, I heard Pat talking about his uh, email that he got from Jimmy Kimmel. And he was all happy about doing Jimmy Kimmel and they were going to pay him money. And he couldn't believe that it wasn't a scam. Well, it is a scam. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they get out of it. But, I mean, it doesn't count. uh, as I get emails all the time from different shows. Some pay, some don't. Uh, it doesn't count the ones that want to advertise on my Facebook page for thousands of dollars or the overseas banker that has an account that wants me to claim and hold the millions of dollars for a certain percentage. Once it's cleared, doesn't count that my last one was from Joe Rogan management and from a Jeff Sussman. That one doesn't offer me any money. It wants me to be part of their podcast segments and it gives me a couple of slots available times, but it didn't offer me any money. So then I went back into my emails and I found uh, it started, I mean, way though I stopped in November of last year, right? And I got one from, from that started out with, hey, mate, and they have an online event. This one is going to pay me 2000, 2K USD for each episode. Uh, max one hour podcast okay uh then uh, the next one is going to offer me compensation of three thousand dollars for my participation in the podcast episode and it gives me a couple of slots the same slots that the other emails have so i don't know if they're up against each other but this was to uh podcast and chill with mac g so that's good. Uh, that's good. The other online event is uh, is still. Oh, that's Chill and Mac G too. So there's two. Okay, so Chill and Mac G here offer me two K USD, and this second one with Chill with Mac G is three thousand. It's not USD though, but it's three thousand with a dollar insignia behind it. And then there's this one that I got back in the very first part of November of 2023. Hi, I'm a beauty influencer and YouTuber. All right. And they want to invite me uh, on uh, their live session to discuss my knowledge uh, and incredible experiences, which I mean, when you think of beauty influencer and YouTuber, you think of me, Jeff Fisher, right here on Chewing the Fat. Now they have a live session on Facebook about nature, beauty, and photography. That's wonderful, and they want me to be a part of it. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna. It'll take more than a half an hour, but it's a paid live session. Uh, we'll pay you twenty five hundred dollar insignia USD, and would be incredibly honored if I uh, joined them. So I'm not quite. I can't figure out what the scam is unless I. And I have not replied to these yet, so I've got to reply to one of them. I have a feeling that it's the reply that then they have access to my email they have access to my accounts i'm not there's no links 
to anything, just a reply to the email. And so let's take a look at the Joe Rogan one. Um, while I'm not opposed to being on the Joe Rogan podcast, I don't know that Jeff Sussman from Joe Rogan Management. And I love this is the this is the headline. I hope this letter finds you well. I am Jeff Sussman from Joe Rogan Management. Period. Joe Rogan is a very famous comedian, comma actor, comma and podcaster from the U.S. Period. We would love to invite you to take part in our upcoming podcast session on Facebook. Okay, so man, Joe Rogan on Facebook is huge, right? Never mind that hundred million dollar deal on Spotify. Joe Rogan joining him on Facebook would be huge. So I'm not real sure <laughs> what, uh, what, how they're getting you, but uh, I'm not replying to that. I am not replying to that. Although, I mean, who couldn't use the money? All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. This past December, drug shortages hit a record high, and this has been causing severe disruptions in medical treatments. There are delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. Even drugs as important as the antibiotic amoxicillin are in short supply right now, along with 294 others. Doctors are even saying they've been forced to make impossible choices including choosing which patients will be prioritized to receive potentially curative therapy this is why you need the jace case it's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections and jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings they've even added ivermectin and as uh, as an option in the Jay's case. So not only are you able to get the five essential antibiotics and the possibility to have ivermectin to your Jay's case, you can buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they can get a Jay's case of their own and personalize it to their needs. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves. Yeah, that's a, that's a thought. You should be empowered to... Uh, to care for themselves and your loved ones during anything unexpected. Get your Jace case today. Go to jacemedical.com today. Enter the code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, at checkout for the discount on your order. A promo code Jeffy at J-A-S-E medical.com. Jacemedical.com. Offer code Jeffy for the discount on your order at the end of the deal jacemedical.com so while we could all use the money from whatever email that you receive uh, no one won the uh, mega millions last night so 236 million dollars is the jackpot 113.6 million cash payout uh, that new drawing will be on friday the 19th and then we have the powerball tonight uh which is uh only a hundred and two million. I mean, it's all, I, I, it's almost worth playing now at a hundred and two million, fifty point five million cash payout. That drawing is tonight. So good luck, 
Or, you know, if that doesn't happen for you, you know, you can reply to the emails. And if you've got extra money, whether you, you know, replied to an email or you won the lotto, tomorrow there's an auction called uh, Julian's Unstoppable Signature Styles of Iconic Women in Fashion Auction going to take place tomorrow as i said it includes dresses that were worn by audrey hepburn princess diana and you're also you can also get the carrie bradshaw ballet dancer uh dress well that she it's on the open of the show uh sex in the city uh which the uh the lady that was the uh fashion dingleberry on the show she bought it at a thrift store for like five bucks. So, man, you can spend some money on that. I think the bidding uh, begins on most of it uh, for about $2,000. And uh, then, you know, good luck getting it for, for that. I'm sure that uh, the Carrie uh, Bradshaw dress will be uh, worth a lot more than $2,000. But be sure to uh, log on to... <laughs> to the auction and uh, see what you can get uh, see what you can get because man there is nothing like owning a dress by Audrey Hepburn am I right yeah you know I am and that tutu dress that Carrie wore was just awesome and it made her just look so pretty and it was just such a great show you know what I'm saying I, I think you do I was forced to watch that show by the way so, uh, don't look at me like that. I was, I was forced to watch it and, uh, you know, the characters grow on you. There's no doubt about that. You know, yesterday we talked about, uh, how well the ratings uh, did on Peacock for the NFL. They, you know, had 23 million and, uh, I talked about the Emmys and we talked about Elton getting his EGOT at the Emmys and it was the most diverse Emmys of all time. But uh, they hadn't released the numbers yet for the show. And we knew it was up against the NFL and it was up against uh, Iowa, the caucuses. And so we finally got the numbers. According to this, the the audience hovered around 4.3 million people. Now, it says in the stories, all the stories are trying to make it seem like it was okay. Uh, Ratings were the lowest in two years. Um, Really? And the lowest in two years. Yeah, you know, since the award shows back in 2022. Oh, uh, oh, okay. What were those numbers? Well, back in 2022, it, it, uh, they were a record low point of 5.9 million viewers. So this is a record, 4.3 million. I mean, a ghost town watching the Emmys. This is, I told you they don't, they need to stop doing these award shows, man. Just do them online, release everything on X or Instagram or, uh, well, nobody uses Facebook or threads, but Instagram or an X and just release it all there. And, uh, you know, you can stream. If you want to have an award show and get together and grab each other's butts for the night, go ahead and stream it on YouTube. And uh, post all the winners on uh, social media and be done with it, right? But, I mean, nobody is watching the Emmys. Especially, I mean, holy cow. You're up against uh, the Iowa caucuses, which maybe, maybe lost you some numbers. But for sure, the NFL. Uh, I mean, that Monday night we had the postponed game in the afternoon. 
leading into the Monday night game. The NFL just said, yeah, you know what? Um, we're going to go ahead and take over that day. That's ours. I mean, that's what they did to the NBA in, at Christmas, too. Uh, Roger Goodell said, yeah, uh, you know, you guys always were, you know, had NBA games on Christmas. And you can go ahead and continue to have them on Christmas. But we're going to go ahead and take the take the day and play some NFL games, too. So, you know, don't worry about any numbers on Christmas because the day now belongs to us. So the NFL has Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturdays during the playoffs, and uh, they'll take any other day that they want to. Whatever day Christmas falls on, we're taking that. And, uh, and I'm really surprised that Prime did not fight for some of these playoff games because Peacock had 23 million. Those numbers for Prime were like 11 or 12 million. They needed that playoff, those playoff numbers. And these, uh, they need to hop sing on it. Jeff, call me, email me, chewing the fat at the blaze.com, and uh, we'll get it worked out for you. I promise. Who died today? Who died today? Well, we have the uh, president of Hertha Berlin, uh, Kay Bernstein. Uh, He was a former ultra fan who surprisingly just took over the presidency in 2022. He has died uh, at the age of 43. Uh, Rest in peace, Kay. The club statement uh, just said that, uh, yeah, uh, we've got terrible news that uh, President Kay Bernstein had passed away. At the age of 43, no cause of death listed. So it can't be that. Don't look at me like that. It can't be that. They would have said it in the story if it was that. Um, I guess it could be an overdose. I guess it could be a suicide. But it most certainly couldn't be that. Otherwise, they would have said something. K. Bernstein dead at the age of 43 then we have quentin thomas dead at the age of 27 it was not that well they claim it was the flu so it wasn't that for sure all right no so stop stop looking at me like that all right because that's that's the deal they said it was the flu i mean it's a horrible story he's a father he's got kids he started having trouble breathing, and then he it was he got uh, uh, he got sick. He went to the hospital, began using a finger monitor to keep track of his blood oxygen levels. He noticed the oxygen levels were dropping, so he went to the hospital. And the hospital said, "Hey, uh, you haven't received your flu shot. Uh, you know, it's your flu shot. Here's some water. Here's some food. Go home and get some sleep. How about you get out of here? All right, quit bugging me." And uh, then it uh, continued to get worse. So he goes back to the hospital, and that's when they took the a little bit seriously, and they put him on a coma. I mean, they, they didn't put him on a coma, although you could make that case. They put him on a ventilator, and then he eventually uh, went into a coma, and then he passed away. Now that's that's unbelievable. Now, as the story goes, all right, very sad. Rest in peace, uh, Quentin Thomas, uh, twenty-seven, and uh, you know. My, my gosh, and condolences to your entire family and all your children. But they say in this story, so far, flu activity 
remains high. This flu season alone, 9,400 people have died. 9,400 people have died from the flu? There's been 150,000 hospitalizations and 14 million illnesses in the first week of January, according to the CDC. 13 flu-related deaths in children, bringing the total to 40 pediatric deaths so far this season alone. Holy cow. Uh, So if you, you know, start to feel bad and you get a cough and it hurts to breathe and you have your finger monitor for oxygen there to keep track of your blood oxygen levels and it continues to be low, don't let the hospital kick you out uh, when you go there uh, because uh, that could be an issue. So rest in peace, Quentin Thomas, 27. I see where a federal judge blocked the JetBlue Airways uh, from acquiring Spirit Airlines, ruling the $3.8 billion deal would have driven up fares uh, for price-conscious travelers and hurt competition. Spirit's, uh, everybody's stock prices uh, were a little bit lower yesterday because this deal fell through at trial the u.s justice department had argued the merger would have limited flight options as well as the spirit effect in which industry-wide price reductions of 17 percent on average are triggered when spirit reduces fares on specific routes huh isn't that interesting a jet blue spirit merger would have created the fifth largest airline in the u.s giving the combined entity control of roughly 10 percent of the domestic market the four largest carriers united airlines american airlines delta airlines and southwest airlines control two-thirds of the u.s market now obviously jet blue and spirit disagree with the ruling Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, I'll quote them. We're going to assess our next step. So this might not be it. Uh, this, this may not be it. This will, you know, continue on. Then, uh, you know, Kroger was, uh, going to buy Albertsons, the rival supermarket chain. And they said a couple days ago that, uh, the, well, you know, it's going to take longer to close than expected. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got some regulators prying into the deal. <laughs> so now they have Washington State, uh, who is now suing Kroger from buying rival grocer Albertsons for a twenty four point six billion dollar deal. So the state is suing to block the deal. Unbelievable. Uh, then we have uh, Synopsys, love them. Uh, they're going to acquire graphics software maker Ansys, A-N-S-Y-S, $35 billion deal. And a Burger King owner, Restaurant Brands International, Inc., is going to buy the chain's largest U.S. franchisee for a billion dollars. So they're going to be uh, Big Burger, Big Burger King, going to be the king of 
Burger King. Just some of the business deals uh, going around, uh, going on around the world. Oh, you know what tomorrow is too. For those of you listening live, tomorrow. Now you can get ready for this, and you can party, or you can get your outfit ready. Make sure you get your outfit down from the from the attic, dust it off, get it ready to go. Tomorrow is National Winnie the Pooh Day. Huh? I know. Pretty sweet. So nobody's going to look at you strange when you show up in your Winnie the Pooh outfit, okay? Because it's National Winnie the Pooh Day. So I know. I know. When you see the ads for the uh, drone car or the uh, car with a flying drone, uh, first of all, I don't think it's going to ever. I don't think it's going to happen. But it uh, it's a car with a flying drone. It's like a helicopter in the car. The car itself looks I don't know similar to the Tesla truck, only it would be a Tesla minivan because it's got the roof up where the helicopter fits in. You know the little drone. And then, you know, it's all done, uh, uh, their, their video of what it could be, uh, shows the helicopter getting pushed out and then the wings flying open and, you know, you get in it. Now it's, uh, the Xpeng Motors, uh, car, the Chinese company. It's a Xpeng's modular vehicle designed for both flying and ground use. Um, uh, it's targeting the Chinese market, but you know, I'm sure they want to, you know, sell it here for about $140,000, uh, you know, a million yuan in uh, China. So not only are you going to have, uh, your aircraft carrier, uh, and your aircraft, they're looking for deliveries late 2025. Yeah, you're not good. It's not going to happen. Uh, so you have to, they already have, they already say deep in the story, well, we've got to develop some more essential components. Uh, never mind navigating airspace. Uh, what are we doing with that? Uh, never mind, uh, consumers flying the helicopter that don't have any kind of flying, uh, at all in their history. They're just going to get in and take off. Okay. I uh, yeah, just fly around. Let's fly around in your little helicopter. I mean, I'm okay with it. I, I would. It doesn't appear that there's fat guy seating, but it might. It might. You know, I might be able to get in it and hover. You know, a few feet off the ground and take off. Probably just me though. Be like a single, a single me helicopter. It's not. The picture shows two person. Yeah, that's probably not happening. But uh, the flying drone. Uh, I'm sorry, the car with the flying drone expected to start uh, uh, start sales in 2025 in China. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, that's the same as the flying cars, right? I mean, they love to talk about it. That's just not going to happen. Uh, they've got a couple that they've developed that seem to be the possibility of it actually driving on a roadway and then uh converting transforming into an airplane and taking off but they're never going to allow that inside cities we're already allowing all these drones to deliver stuff 
And we just, we've been over this. They're just never going to allow it. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to have, you know, cousin Billy landing in your front yard. (laughs) I just thought I'd pop in. That's not going to happen. It just isn't going to happen. What's that? Somebody hovering over the house? It's just cousin Billy flying in. Yeah, it's not, it is not going to happen. Thankfully, that's not going to happen. Okay, so we have some breaking news uh, on King Charles, a little Royals news. Uh, no, I don't need the Royals music, although I probably should have it, but no. So King Charles is set to undergo a corrective procedure for an enlarged prostate next week. Now, Buckingham Palace has announced this news today and said the condition is benign. Uh-huh. Uh, adding that having an enlarged prostate is common with thousands of men each year. Yeah, it is common with common men, but this is the king. He doesn't have what's the same problems as common folk. He's the king. So he's going to take a short period of recuperation in order to recover and rest. A prostate enlargement is a common issue for men over the age of 50. The procedure is to help shrink the gland as it has grown bigger. I bet you Camilla does not want to help shrink the gland. Do you, Camilla? <laughs> that's what I thought, but that's just me. That's just me. So uh, apparently the diagnosis, uh, the king wants everyone to uh, you know get checked, and that's why he's, that's why he's telling you, the common folk, that he too suffers from the same large prostate issues that you have thank you but in this story it talks about how kate went under the knife too i didn't realize that kate had gone under the knife she uh had a some sort of surgery at a london clinic and an abdominal surgery uh she gonna be able to have more children with the prince soon to be king the surgery is said to be successful. She's going to remain in the hospital for 10 to 14 days? Holy cow, that's a serious surgery. Um, she will not undertake any public engagements until Easter. Wow. Uh, that's a big surgery. So I wouldn't expect any more children from, uh, uh, from Kate. And uh, if you think uh, William was... This is just me talking here. If you think Williams was out taking care of a little business uh, with the with the neighbor when Kate was unencumbered with surgery, uh, as Kate recuperates from recuperates from surgery, William is out taking care of business with a lot more people, man. Because if Kate is re- taking all this time to recover from abdominal surgery, she wants nothing to do with business. Uh, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope the recovery process for all involved uh, is is well. But there's your there's a quick uh, Royals update here on chewing the fat. I will say everybody freaking out about uh, Optimus, the Tesla robot. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw a video not too long ago about how it's. Uh, improving its routines and movements and it can sort objects uh now it has its uh, neural network is trained fully end to end okay 
Uh, but then there's the latest video of it folding laundry. Thank you. Thank you. It's about time. This is what we've been waiting for. I need the robot. I've been saying it. As soon as I can get the robot that comes in and cleans the house and does the dishes and does the laundry, then now we're talking about the robot I want. We're here. If it's going to start folding laundry, it's got to know how to how to put them in the washer, take them out of the dryer, fold them, hang them up, put them where I want them. Get the bathrooms clean, get the dishes clean, and then it can go stand in the corner over there. And I'll, hey, whatever I decide to name you, I'm not calling it Optimus. There's only one Optimus, and that's Optimus Prime. Okay, I know Elon likes to think he's got Optimus Prime, but no, he doesn't. So I'll name it some other name, like Diesel or Robot, something like that. Just maybe just Robot. Hey, R. But uh, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want the the robot wife, you know, that takes care of that stuff. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you, Elon. Thank you. All right, I got to get out of here. Hey, you know, one more thing. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? And I know, I know it's just me, but am I the only one that uh, every time I see a mattress on the top of a car and I think, all right, uh, prostitutes doing uh, DoorDash now. That's, that's good stuff. Am I the only one? I get, yeah, okay, I am. All right. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.